Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. So, in Cookie Cast, it's the darkest timeline, and uh, yet more often than not, the darkest timeline's weird podcast. Anyway, I'm sure anybody that's ever listened to it will agree. This was a sleep-deprived me two days before Christmas, trying to get the podcast out with quite a lot to talk about, and just being all over the place so you'll have to excuse that aspect of it there's games movies tv um talking about december as a whole talking about doing christmas activities talking about climbing as is the way at the moment um excitement lack of time all of that sort of stuff before we get started please do consider like share subscribe and comment leave a review where you can leave a review and uh, yeah, share the podcast around. That's the uh, that's the big one. That's the main one. Share the podcast around. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the darkest timeline. How you doing? You alright? Oh, I feel like there's maybe a swearsy early doors on this one, kids. Oh. It's a little peek behind the curtain, if you like. It is 19 minutes past 10 at night on the 23rd of December. I am... Tired. Um, uh, that could be an understatement, somewhat. Um, if anybody wants to look at the calendar, the twenty third of December is a Saturday. Why am I recording this podcast on a Saturday? <clears throat> well, normal recording day is Monday, so you know. Like I say, if you're looking at a calendar, you might be able to work that one out. Um, and the smartest thing to do would be to do it tomorrow. Um, apparently, I'm a bit of a glutton for punishment and decide, ah, let's do it now. Um, that may or may not get covered in the next, what I'm sure is going to be either really long podcast or really short podcast. Um, so, let's get started. Little bit of everything. Um, kind of a little bit of everything. Once we get into the entertainment stuff, there is something, um, something missing, and it may or may not be the thing you expect. So, it's December. And as I'm sure a lot of you are aware, as I'm sure a lot of you can sort of, I was going to say sympathise, but understand, um, get on board with, agree with, is December's a lot of milestones. Um, And for a lot of people, I imagine, it's certainly this way for me, a lot of it is I just need to get to X. Um, 
you know, years gone by, it was I just need to get to this payday and that payday and the other payday so I can pay for this, that and the other. Um, other times it's like, oh, I need to get to this point so that, you know, whatever money's coming in, going out, whatever. Oh, I just need to pay this bill off so I don't have to worry about it at this point in time so I can, you know, buy a Christmas present, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so that's, that's the way December has been. December has been, I just need to get to this day, this date, this point. I need to pay this off. I need to pay for that. I need to do the big Amazon order. I need to do the big toy shop shop. I need to make sure that has been done and organized and, you know, and it's that it's. On this day I'm doing this, and on that day I'm doing that, and on the other day I'm doing the other. And then once you pass a certain point, it very much turns into, I just need to get to this day at this time. Now, more often than not, it's, I need to get to that day, which is the last day of work, or at that time, which is the time I can leave, and then I'm done with work for however many days. Obviously, it's different every year, because everything moves for me this year it was i just need to get to friday i just need to get to three o'clock i just need to cross the finish line and then i've got five free days off and i can finally relax and if that's not if that's not a complete I don't know. <coughs> you will have to excuse me, like I like I've covered off with the time and the day and you know I was I was up at six this morning, I was walking the dog by half past. Um and I could go ever I could go through everything from that point on, but um been a long day. So December is all about milestones and you focus on those milestones. I feel like December had other plans for me. December felt like I wasn't paying attention to other things. So I was like, I've just got to get to that day and I've just got to get to that time. And December was like, you're not. You're not focusing in the right areas. You're not focusing on the right things. So what I've written down on my list is December kicking my ass. Um, I've had some truly horrific days this month. This week. This week has been one of the toughest, one of the worst, one of the, I don't know what, one of the hardest weeks of my life, one of the most difficult weeks I've ever had to deal with, certainly one of the most difficult weeks I've had to deal with in a good few years. Honestly... I'm like, I've just got to get to Friday. 
And then Tuesday comes around and it's like, hey, knobhead, I'm going to hit you in the face with this large fish. How do you feel about that? And I was like, well, I wasn't expecting that. Tough. Um, Wednesday, Wednesday, obviously, you know, I don't, I don't work on a Wednesday, but, you know, as I like to say, <laughs> I go to my other job, which is um, I look after... I look after my son all day and I do stuff with my youngest daughter, you know, like school stuff. And honestly, there were points I thought I was having some kind of nervous breakdown. There were points where I was literally borderline tearing my hair out. There were points where I was like, I have to get off this ride and I can't do this and so on and so forth. There were... Yeah, there were points where I didn't I didn't think I could do it. And there's me like, just got to get to Friday, just got to finish work, just got to get through the rest of the week. Oh, we're nearly there, only a couple more days to go. December had other ideas. Um, it's been a very busy week it's but like i said it's been uh wednesday was one of the worst days i've had in a very long time it was a very difficult day and i was getting through to the back end of the day and um last year i remember it last year um my eldest did um in december my eldest did a concert uh, in a church, um, through school, and uh, this year there's been some controversy, a little bit of controversy going on about the concert, um, a few stern words, um, but it all got worked out, and we're, we're good to go, and I'd Double and triple checked with my eldest. Are you going to be at the at the carol concert at the church? Yes, yes, I'm definitely going to be there. So, um, I plan to take my youngest daughter with me, but um, what am I trying to say? The time it was wasn't going to be. Could, you know, it wasn't going to work with uh, bedtime and tea time and stuff. So I just went on my own. Set off nice and early. Um, and I got there. Plenty of time. Went in. Found a seat. Um, and I'm like, right, let's, you know, let's do this. The, the promise it's not going to be very long. It's going to be a bit of storytelling and a bit of singing. Fine. For a while, I was like, you know, I couldn't see my daughter. I was like, what's going on? Where is she? Sort of thing. Then I saw my middle daughter and was like, well, I'm guessing, I'm guessing the, you know, I'm guessing my eldest is here. I just can't see her. Um, the concert starts and she was the first one up. And she read very, very nice, uh, very nicely. She read nice loud and all that and then there was singing and i was like cool 
Um, and a little bit later, she had this long thing to read, which she read out beautifully, beautifully clear, uh, very eloquent. I was like, you know, it was one of those very proud moments. Obviously, at this age, you'd hope that's what she was achieving. So, you know, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I was happy and I was done. And honestly, at the end of what has been one of the worst days I have had in a very long time, it was kind of a nice end to the day, which kind of made it the day seem in some way a little less truly awful. So, it got finished early, and I'm like, I mean, this is a winner across the board. My eldest has come, she's done really well. And the 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 singing was good. Like the songs they sung, I was like, I like these songs, you know. All of it, great. Head teacher says, I'd like to invite Father, whatever his name is, uh, to come and say a few words. And I was like, I don't need this. I can leave, yeah, because I um I don't need that part of this process, like. I don't remember this being a thing from last year. Can we can we skip this bit? I'm like, I can't get up and walk out. It'll be too obvious. I was like, I'll just have to white knuckle it. If there had been an option to get up and leave and I had got up and left, I'd be kicking myself now because the... Uh, priest or vicar i honestly don't know i i honestly don't know the 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 religious man from the church went up and spoke and started out as as you would imagine you know thanked the school thanked the children thanked the teachers thanked the parents um it was a, a great rendition of the I don't know, like the nativity i guess um, pretty much standard so far, and I'm like, let's uh, let's let's speed this one up, yeah. Let's move this one along as fast as possible, please. And then <laughs> then the the religious man, the the priest or vicar or whatever, yeah, I don't know, and I don't want to offend, so the whatever title it is he then went on a three to five minute tirade <laughs> um alluded alluded to how there are awful people in the world no no that's not true came out right completely outright and said how about how there are awful people in the world that there are people in the world that are stupid um alluded to the pandemic being a man-made thing um and we need things like the carol concert um so that so that god can get his foot in the door um and just went on this absolute tear about how awful the world is how the world world is populated by awful stupid people how the things that are going on in the world are terrible. And right now, we need God. 
because of just how awful everything is because of all the awful terrible people and i was sat trying desperately to fit my entire fist in my mouth so i didn't start crying with laughter at full volume i could not believe it was happening it was the gift that kept on giving every time he spoke it was something more fantastical and awful and terrible and it was it's possibly one of the funniest things i've ever witnessed in my life i i was like why 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 would you do this why would you choose now to do this why he was absolutely barking at the moon mental a, a, a just absolutely crazy it was fantastic i am so glad that i was able to witness it it was one of the greatest experiences of my life and the fact that i didn't I, now i said i didn't laugh i was laughing my ass off but i had my hands firmly clamped over my mouth and i was just laser focused eyes on this guy so that i just because i was like if i look at someone now and they are smiling or smirking or even laughing i will lose my shit the fact that i managed to get through that process is a christmas miracle ladies and gentlemen i walked out of there laughing and i walked home i got out i had the biggest grin on my face i relayed everything to leon and suddenly nothing in my day seemed quite that bad even though like i said it, one of the worst days ever it was kind of some kind of cherry on top of just an absolute hell of a day um yeah um if you've been listening for, for if you've been listening a lot recently obviously this is you know one of the points in time that i have to talk about uh my, my climbing journey if you like i don't know if, how much of a journey i'm on uh sometimes it feels like the uh the the vehicle is firmly stuck in reverse however um i had a couple of days um we're strangely enough wednesday being one of those days thursday being another um we're very much a what what they what they say you're not supposed to do is you're not supposed to say i'm not where i'm supposed to be um i was trying to explain to edward on uh wednesday or thursday doesn't matter my whole analogy about how climbing's like golf you go in and you have the worst round of, you're going to have your best round of golf ever shoot the lowest number you've ever had every stroke's perfect you put in really well great you go 
then the next time you go and play golf, it is the worst round of golf you've ever played. You snap all your clubs in half, you chuck the bag in the in the nearest lake, and you vow to never play again. And then the next time you go, it's the best round of golf, and so on and so forth. Climbing is the closest thing I've ever come to that's like it. You can go and you can have a really good session. You manage to do things that you weren't able to do previously. You um, tick off a route that you've not done before. Um, you learn something new. You learn a new capability. You really have just a great time all around. You walk away, you feel a million dollars. You can literally go the next day, which for me is sometimes, you know, each week is basically how it goes. And you can walk away from it questioning every decision you've ever made in your life. You are like, I am the worst human being ever. I can't achieve anything in my life. This is the last time I'm ever going climbing. I'm putting these shoes in the bin. and I'm going to set that bin on fire. Why am I so awful? Why am I a terrible person? I should probably step in front of the nearest bus. The issue I've had over those those couple of days, especially uh, you know something that, that's coming up a lot, is the one thing they tell you that you shouldn't do. You shouldn't say to yourself, "I'm not where I should be," or "I'm not as good as that person," or "That person's been climbing less time than me, but they're better." It's very, it's very much like it's very simple. It's simple. It's very similar to you shouldn't ever go into the gym and try and lift what the person before you lifted, because that's how you get injured. Um, however, there was this point, this like section of time, couple of days where I was like, I've been doing this for a while now. I feel like I should have moved on from here. Um. Short version is I'm still doing the same colour that I started. I'm still I'm still doing the same colour I started, and that's my comfort level. Um and I was trying trying to do I've been trying to do the next colour up, but not not achieving anything, not getting past the starts, or not even been able to do the starts, and I was doing, like, I was breaking these routes into pieces, and using other routes to get to, like, if you broke it into four pieces, I'd skip number one, and go to number two, but maybe I'd have to use a different colour to start on number two, uh, go to number three, so you need to use two different colours to get to number three, and then you start, and then, you know, you, you don't finish, and all this sort of stuff, so... There was very much this aspect, this point where I was like, I am starting to think that this might be it for me. And I know every week that I talk about this, this is what I'm saying. Every week I have a point where I'm saying, I think I might be done. I think this might be enough for me. I think I might, um, I might maybe leave this now let let the other people in my life that are good at this that can do this that are progression that are progressing get on with this and i'll leave them to it um not a great not a great feeling um 
I will come back to talk about this in a bit. But for now, just bear in mind that was Wednesday slash Thursday. Um, like I was saying before, one of the things um, in uh, December is that you are trying to get to a particular point in time. Now then, for me, it was I need to get to Friday so I can finish work and then I can enjoy five days of not working and... Like, one of those days is Christmas Eve, one of those days is Christmas Day, one of those days is Boxing Day. You'd think three days to max and relax. No, absolutely going to be the three most stressful days, certainly this year. Let's put it that way. Um, One thing that I was very much aware of, there's this phenomena of if you are working towards a certain point in time, especially if it's a break, you're working towards a holiday, you're working towards time off work, you're working towards just an extended time of not doing what you've been doing, that is the one time where you are going to run the risk of getting ill. It's a phenomenon, it is an actual thing. Uh, If you want, you can look up the science of it. It's uh, largely to do with um, adrenaline, um, and if your adrenaline is high, stops you from getting unwell. And when the adrenaline drops, that's when your body is open to germs and essentially stops fighting any germs. I am not a scientist, and that was a terrible explanation, but the core theory is there. So, I was saying to somebody the other day, there are actually things you can do to avoid it from happening. Uh, Cold showers keep the adrenaline up, keeps your body fighting way past the point where you've stopped working, let's say, and you're into your downtime. It's a little way of, of tricking your system. I may or may not have been having a slightly colder start to a shower for the last few days because... One of my top priorities at the moment is to not get ill. A couple of days ago, I was like, eh, what is that? You know, when you're like, I just sneezed five times for no apparent reason. Or, why does it feel like, like one nostril feels ever so slightly blocked? I mean, I did just get out of bed, so maybe it's that. That sort of thing. You start looking around you and it's like, Oh, this person, who I know and have spent time with, has COVID. Admittedly, I haven't seen them for a week, but you know. I went into a shop. I think I went into a shop on Wednesday, and there was a couple stood in front of me in the queue. And then there was a woman being served who was at the end of like the checkout conveyor belt area. And I was stood with my son waiting, and I went... That woman 100% has COVID. The way she is coughing, the way the repetitive cough is just absolutely flying out of her, she 100% has COVID. Why is she out? Why is she in the shops? And why is she trying to give everybody in the vicinity COVID? She got served, she walked away. The guy working the till said to the 
two people that were in front of me and the next two people in the queue. Can you just give me one second? And he sprayed disinfectant over every single surface and wiped the whole thing down. And he was apologising to the two people who were next in the queue. Say, I'm really sorry, I don't want to be funny or anything, but... And I was behind these two people going, that is 100% what you should have done. You have absolutely done the right thing there. Like I say, I also know somebody who has recently been dealing with COVID, and I'm like, I don't need any of that. That is the that is hands down the worst Christmas present you could get. Let's put it that way. My son's nose runs constantly and has done for as long as I can remember. My youngest daughter loves loves a good germ, uh, and both of my older two children rock up uh, to regale me with however how how many different germs they're carrying and i'm literally like like i always say at times like this dodging germs like neo's dodging bullets in the matrix anything any twinges any pains any tickles any uh this morning, was it yesterday morning when I went out for a run, I had this horrible headache. And I was like, could be a migraine, could just be a headache. Or, thinking about some of the symptoms of certain illnesses out and about. Um, honestly, it, it's up there on my list of priorities. Do not get ill for Christmas. There's a point today got my son up from his nap he was having a full-scale meltdown which eventually turned into i think you're going to be sick it was coughing and coughing and coughing but it was like it wasn't like he was coughing because he had a cough it was like he was coughing because he was trying to be sick and i'm just like what the what the hell is that? Um, so yeah. That's been fun. Just dodging. Trying desperately to dodge. I'm like. You know. I turn away at one point. I turn back and I'm like. Have you wiped your nose on me? Um, and then yeah you know. My children come in like. Let, you know, I'm coming to give you a hug. You know, I'm probably covering your face. It's like, can you not? <sighs> Something I've already covered, but I did write down. It was just this complete lack of time. A couple of days ago, I looked at the upcoming days. And I said, we are here. At this point here. Christmas is here at this point here. In between, there are it was basically four days. I was saying I was saying to Leanne, I was like, I'm looking at the time that we've got left, and I'm looking at what we need to get done in that time, and the two don't match. And I ain't talking the good version where you've got 
a little bit of stuff to get done in a lot of time. I am obviously talking about the other version. I know it's a stressful time of year. I know it's a it's a tiring time of year. It's very exhausting and so on and so forth. Honestly, at this point, the only question I have is why? Christmas has been a... Christmas has been a source of puzzlement. Not sure that's a word. I've made it a word. I'm using it. Um, Christmas has been a source of puzzlement for me for, for a few years. And part of me has said that the, I think this is the last year that I'm going to do things the way I've done things up to this year. Been a lot of stress, a lot of emphasis put on this person needs this. This child needs this. This person needs this. Rinse and repeat about 4,000 times and you have Christmas. However, every time I say it, oh, this person needs this, there's a voice in my head that goes, do they? They need it. Do they even want it? I've had this real issue this year, like buying for my children, whereas I've got one child that's like, pass me that catalogue, I'm going to tick everything in it. Okay, go nuts. I have another child who is too young to really understand. Just Still just a touch too young to really understand what's going on. I have another child who's like, hey, I want some stuff for Christmas. It's this, 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 and this. And I'm like, cool. That's you sorted. And I have another child who is like, what do you want for Christmas? Don't know. That's fantastic. Super helpful. I look at those, those children and I'm like, if that one doesn't get it, then maybe they should just skip this year. If that child wants everything, that's obviously not possible, and I can't imagine that they actually want any of it. If that child wants a few things, get those things, buy those things, and then be done. And if that child doesn't really want anything, maybe that's the answer. And believe me, I've done the, so you're going to be happy come Christmas morning with nothing to open. Well, no. Okay, so what do you want? Don't know. Cool. There's a big part of me that wants to take the money that I have spent at this point in time and just not necessarily donate that money because there's a part of me that doesn't believe in that. And what I mean by that is I don't believe all charitable donations go where they're supposed to and that really irks me. But I, I feel more like if you knew that there was like a children's hospital or I don't even know if I, I don't know, like, this is this will sound strange, but like, are orphanages an actual real thing? <laughs> I don't mean that, obviously. I mean, like, you know, just like, there's a big part of me that wants to take the money spent and just take it to help less fortunate people 
have a slightly better time of things. And I I, 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 I have this, this belief that I have had like a series of people in my life from birth to today who have basically decided to make it their mission in life to ruin Christmas. That is their sole purpose in this world. And it wasn't always that way. There was a point in time where that person was like, hey, I want you to have a, a good Christmas, a great Christmas, a fun Christmas. And that then morphed into, I would rather you had a terrible time at Christmas than anything else. That's like a little gift to both of us, that kind of thing. And that turned into, I want you to have the absolute worst day possible and years later there are still people who are like it is the only goal in my life right now for you to personally have the worst possible day that's the only goal in my life and that is the only thing I care about I believe at this point in time, those people might have been successful. I used to love Christmas. Christmas was everything to me. Outside of my birthday, Christmas was everything to me. And I don't know if it's like some kind of like, because it was something that made me happy and brought me joy and, and excited me, whether that wasn't okay for those people. And those people were like, yeah, I'm not down with that. I think the, 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 the goal has been achieved. I look at every aspect of Christmas now and I'm like, is it the absolute worst or is it just me? And what makes it even worse than that is, as I say to people nowadays, well, I've got four kids, so I have to fake it till I make it. And there's that tiny little part of me that's like, ooh, I'm excited for Christmas. And then, piled on top of that, is all the rest of it. So. I had this thing. I get very excited for certain things. Um... I get very excited to spend time with my children. I get very excited for Christmas. And you put those two things together and I get very excited to spend time with my children at Christmas. So at the point today where I could actually get all of that stuff underway, within 15 minutes of getting the whole the whole thing underway, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. That's one way of looking at it, and that's just a, a it's just a, a weird me thing. When I was a child, I used to get very excited. I used to get too excited. I used to go past it, and I, I used to get ill. It's a very strange thing, and I'm aware of that, but that's how it was. I think this is the grown-up version. I say grown-up in the loosest possible terms. 
obviously. But I think this is the grown-up version. The grown-up version is getting super excited for something and then going like, oh, it, it, it's not right, it's wrong, it's the worst. Found myself at one point today having to take a moment. Um, I think I had three. Did I have all three? Did I have three or four children at that point in time? And they were happy playing. And I was happy holding my head in my hands going, mm, for a good solid five minutes. Um, I managed to pull myself out of it and pull myself round, move on, crack on. But yes, it's been strange. Um, also, something that's super fun, and if you've never tried it before, you, you want to give this one a whirl. Two days before Christmas, ask all of your children what they've asked Father Christmas for. And wait for the one child that turns around and says, I want this. And you go, I'm sorry, what? I want this for Christmas. That wasn't on your list. What do you mean you want that for Christmas? Yeah, that's what I want for Christmas. It wasn't on your list though. Oh no, I didn't ask for it. I just thought about it. it's saturday today i may have mentioned um as has been the way for a few months um on a saturday i get up nice and early and take the dog for a walk get back sort the dog out and then i drive uh to the climbing place uh, and i go for a run and i've spoken before about getting a little running club going um the running club almost entirely fell fat, fat flat on its face um, quite quickly, when one of the members didn't want to do it anymore. Um, so just me and a guy I work with go running on a Saturday. He wasn't available today because um, he's gone home for Christmas. Um, I was like, it's fine, I'll still go and run. Uh, and I went and did um, similar, very similar distance. So... Talking of weird phenomena, um, I want to know what the connection is here. I don't know if somebody might be able to explain this to me. Uh, and if you can, please do get in touch because I'm very interested to have a conversation about this. So, when I go and run, I ran for nearly an hour today um, and did four and a half miles, which I'm sure is not very fast. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, it's not, that's not what we're talking about. I get back, I've got 15 minutes before the climb place opens, so I go and grab a coffee to take with me. I go and stand, drink my coffee, get my climbing stuff ready, go in, get changed, which is just shoes, take a jacket off, take a hat off, etc. Chalk up, go and climb. Now then, obviously I was saying that I've been struggling. Not where I'm supposed to be, not where I'm at, all this and the other. Something I've noticed on a Saturday morning, 
having been for a run and being ex- and expecting to be completely exhausted. And I've had a couple of issues previously where I've run like a for me a long distance. Then I've tried to run and gone, ooh, body's a bit wobbly. This is not what we're talking about. I have achieved certain things on a Saturday morning that I would have never achieved on other days, on other mornings. And I presume it's to do with the release of endorphins, which either makes you feel like you've got more confidence, makes you feel more capable, makes your mood lighter, which means that you feel more able to do stuff. I don't know what it is, but I went into the climbing place this morning and just started banging out climbing routes. Achieved one today that I'd not um, been able to do previously. I tried the brand new set straight off the bat, which is something I wouldn't normally do. Um, doing the ones that are the colour I do and the next one up. And then I just went off and found, like, I was like, I've, I've not climbed this or I've not achieved this or I've not done this. Went, gave it a go, gave it a good shot sort of thing. Um... But yeah, I'd like to know what the connection there is. And I might have hit it on the head with the whole endorphin thing. But if somebody can tell me a reason, please do get in touch. I'd be very interested to have a conversation about that. Um, Something to end the week section on. A truly bizarre situation. And it's a little embarrassing, so I thought it would be a fun way to finish. Um, mainly I watched a movie, which I'll mention. I won't go into too much detail, but I will mention. Uh, last night, Christmas film. Once it finished, I was like, oh, there's a film there that I saw a clip of the other day, and I didn't even know this film existed. I was like, let's watch the trailer for this. It's Christmas film. It's got Ben, Alf- ben Affleck, James Gandolfini, and Catherine O'Hara, Hera, Hara, in. So I said to Leanne, oh, you might recognise the woman in this, thinking, Leanne's a big Home Alone, Home Alone 2 fan. She will say, it's the mum from Home Alone. So I was like, oh, you know, do you recognise that woman? She was like, oh, yeah, it's the woman from Beetlejuice. I was like, why would you say that? And whilst I was saying that, I was like, hang on a minute. Wait a minute. Because because she's right. That, That is the woman from Beetlejuice. But... I was fully expecting her to say it's the mum from Home Alone. Hang on a minute. Is the woman who... The mum from Home Alone... Is that the mum in Beetlejuice? Wait, what? I'm 43 years old. I have seen Home Alone 1 and 2... 
about a bajillion times. I have seen Beetlejuice more. And it wasn't until yesterday when someone said, oh, it's the woman from Beetlejuice, did I go... Why have I never worked out that the woman in Beetlejuice and the woman in Home Alone are the same person? What the freaking hell is wrong with me? And and since then, I just keep going back to it. I'm like, I can't believe it. So, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't realise that the woman from Home Alone and the woman from Beetlejuice were the same person. I, it, it's some kind of weird disconnect in my head that they were different people while simultaneously, now that it's been put in front of me, I'm like, well, it's absolutely the same person. But because those two films, franchises, however you want to refer to them, are so completely far apart, I was never going to be able to put those two things together and it has freaked me out like proper freaked me out right let's talk some entertainment stuff a little bit of a weird one because a lot of the stuff in it is stuff i've talked about before i've seen before not a lot of some stuff not a lot of other stuff but anyway let's get into it uh, I watched the third episode of that uh, Obliterated that I've been watching on Netflix. Still very good, still very funny, still very entertaining. Um, part of me may have felt already they might be stretching the premises... I think because in the inner timelines working of the program, you're three episodes in, but in actual fact you're only like a couple of hours in, in in time, you know, the episode sort of time length. But because you're three episodes in, it feels like three days or three nights or whatever. It feels like a long time. So when they're like, oh, you know, these drugs are really kicking in now, man. You're like, you took those drugs two episodes ago. They wouldn't be affecting you now. But then you're like, oh, well, hang on a minute. If only, if it's only, you know, an hour of time has passed or even two hours of time has passed. Then, yeah, I can, I can see what you mean. So there's that, that kind of weird disconnect. Um... But, what I will say is this, uh, a character's turned up, uh, one of the guys has taken, um, uh, I won't say what, but a hallucinogen, and has now started hallucinating like a goblin character that is CG, uh, but it's voiced by Jason Manzukis, which, as we know from experience of anything ever, the moment... You add Jason Manzukis to it, you instantly turn that that dial all the way up to eleven and beyond. So that has been super fun, super cool, super whatever. 
Um, honestly, it's a show that I will continue to watch. Something I've realised is my backlog of watching has gone astronomical. I have got so much stuff to try and get through. It's one of those that it's got to that level now where it's that much that I just don't think I could even begin to start. I don't know where I would even begin. I've got so many shows on my to-watch list. Which, if you go back through the last few months where I'm there going, got no TV to watch. Yeah, I've still not watched any TV. Then that statement in itself is just weird. Um... Did the big Christmas present wrap the other night? So um, I, as with every year, um, put Richard Pryor's live on the Sunset Strip. Um, as every year comes and goes, it will always, you know, it'll always be part of my Christmas routine. Um, it's my version of it's a wonderful life um it did raise a question i was i mentioned this to len i was like i've now started looking at things like stand-up comedy as one of my true truest loves truest passions in this world something i love more than anything is stand-up comedy um it is one of the things that makes me the happiest in the world outside of my children. Um, it just, it speaks to me on a different level. I've now started looking at stand-up comedy and I'm like, I wonder if I'll spend any time um, enjoying any stand-up with my children. Uh, and it made me think about, there's a scene Right, right at the beginning of uh, me, myself, and Irene. Is it? I think it's that. Um, where his kids want to watch. I'm pretty sure they want to watch Richard Pryor. And then when they grow up, they're all start watching Chris Rock and they're all laughing. Um, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if that'll be. Like, if I wonder if I'll experience that and trying to work out which child it'll be or. You know, whether it'll be all of them or whether it'll be none of them or, you know, maybe one day I'll take a child with me to a stand-up show. That kind of thing. Um, but honestly, that that stand-up performance, is a, it's timeless, even though it's also kind of of its time. <laughs> um, phenomenal. Uh, we watched another Christmas movie. Uh, it's the same Christmas movie we've started watching every year for the last few years, which was the night before. Um, again, I got to the end and I was like, honestly, I think that might be my favourite Christmas film. Um, Leon was like, it's very much the perfect balance of Christmas film. It's got kind of everything you would want. Um, honestly, if you've never seen it, you are missing out on an absolute banger of a christmas movie it is um yeah it's, it's probably bordering on being the perfect christmas movie it's got like a lot of references for a lot of other christmas films in it it's got its own inner working story each character has their own thing that's going on which 
uh, various points pulls them in separate directions. Their mutual stories pulling them in a particular direction. All of that. I did try and work out last night if there was a way to just have Seth Rogen doing his role in that film on its own. If they could have made that into a movie in itself. Part of me started to think that they probably could have. Um, so yeah, there was that. Lastly, a couple of things. One, I am not playing PS5 at the moment. I'm not playing console games. I'm purely playing VR. I've got so many VR games to play. And unfortunately for me, I am only playing one VR game. I am still playing After the Fall. I've been looking up some stuff online because I'm trying to push the game on. Like, I can't unlock all the weapons. I can't unlock all the upgrades. Any upgrades I get now from completing missions are duplicates, so I just get money. But there's no point having money if there are no upgrades or weapons to buy. So it's a bit weird. Um, I did stumble across something on the internet. In the process of looking for something completely legitimate, I did stumble across something on the internet. Which may or may not have given me an idea. Which may or may not be considered to be cheating. If you end up with a duplicate weapon at any point, for whatever reason, you can sell that weapon. And you can get quite a bit of money depending on the weapon. That gave me an idea. So, I started a mission I knew I could complete fairly easily. I set out with one gun. Bear in mind you've got slot for four. I set out with one that had no upgrades or anything on it. And the name of the game was to pick up as many guns in the level as possible. Now, what happened was I managed to get into um, like a locked room. You can get these key cards that get you into a locked room. And most times you get into one of these locked rooms, you get a reasonably good gun. Now... Sometimes you'll be carrying, you know, you've got a shotgun, you've paid for all the upgrades. You walk into the room and the gun that's in there is a shotgun with no upgrades. Kind of pointless picking it up. Sometimes you walk in with a shotgun and an Uzi and a handgun and what's in there is like a machine gun. And you go, yeah, that's fine. So the name of the game is pick up as many guns as possible. Which, the first time I did it, I managed to get a couple of handguns. Fine. And I managed to get a machine gun. I was like, cool. I went back to the main hub. And I went to the shop. And I sold those weapons. Because I didn't need them. I had all the handguns with all the upgrades. And I had the machine gun in question. I sold them all. And I made... Like 14,000 credits. Which for 20 minutes of gameplay was a lot of money. I used that money to buy many, many upgrades for the guns that I had. And was like, 
I think we might be on a winner here. I've rinsed and repeat I've rinsed and repeated that process for a fair few times. However, now I've got loads of money, no upgrades. This is the problem. There are multiple guns I still haven't unlocked. Can't work out how to do it. And there are still many upgrades. And I mean many upgrades. Still can't get them. So, back to the internet I went. And the internet said you have to complete all of the missions to be able to unlock all of the weapons. I have been systematically trying to do all the missions, found that there was two, three, four missions that I'd not even tried because they're from the DLC, which I didn't realise, but I got the DLC for free when I bought the game. Cool beans, crack on. At this point in time, I believe I have done all the missions and still have not unlocked all the weapons. There was a point in time where I could have picked up a revolver from one of these rooms with the keycards, and I didn't. And I've regretted it ever since because never been able to get it and I haven't unlocked it. Did one the other day, picked up a couple of revolvers, cool beans, take them out of the mission, back into the safe, into the shop. Oh, I'll get some upgrades for these. You can't because you can't you haven't actually unlocked those weapons. I'm like, right, this is getting ridiculous now. How do I unlock? The weapons. There was a thing on the screen that said you needed to complete six waves in horde mode. And I'd only completed three. So I said, right, fine, let's get some other people to help me. So I opened the room to other people where nobody joined. And I went off and did nine levels of horde mode and unlocked the revolver, which allowed me to buy one upgrade. Because obviously I haven't unlocked any upgrades because I didn't own the revolver previously. That is how the game is going at the moment. What I can tell you is this. In two days' time, I will unlock five new VR games. So... To give the dues to the fact that I have asked for VR games for Christmas and people have bought me those VR games, I think we may have to put After the Fall to one side. Mainly so I can play Arizona Sunshine 2. Because hells yeah. Right, there we go. A Christmas edition of the podcast. Thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and I will catch you next time. So there you go, what do you think of that? Another one done, another one gone. Apologies if any of it was a bit all over the shop. Sometimes you've just got to get it done, you've just got to get it out the door. Sometimes that's not always, I don't know, peak times, I guess. Big thank you for watching, big thank you for listening, big thank you for being here, big thank you for being a CookieCast crew member for however long you've been a member. Going into a new year, probably be in a new year at this point in time. Before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment, leave a review where you can leave a review and check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button and that way you can get in touch with us.
that's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.